welcome back, everyone. Yeah, welcome back. Hello UX is a user-focused podcast aimed to help those pivoting into UX design. We're here to empower designers and help those transitioning into the UX field by providing education, resources, and a platform to talk about their experiences. Come because you're curious day to be empowered. Welcome back, everyone. So happy to be back at Hello UX Podcast. I am so excited as we continue in the series and we pick up where we left off. Um, But before then, I would like to ask Angelina, how was your break, Angelina? What did you do? It was kind of a whirlwind. I I went on vacation. Nice. I went to a wedding. I went to some concerts. It was actually really good just to kind of find some time this summer to do things that we haven't been able to for a while. Right, right. So not quite back to normal, but finding the new normal, I guess. There you go. Yeah, you put it perfectly. And I hear you for our anniversary. My husband and I, we went to Chicago. And so we spent the whole week there. And then we also got to see a band that's been on our list forever. So we went to go see Rage Against the Machine. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and we were like so excited and we almost thought it might be canceled because they had two nights. I have family back there. So my cousin was like, hey, did you hear what happened? And I was like, no, what? And she's like, you know, Sack the Little Chap broke his leg last night on stage. And I was like, oh, no. And so, <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, they're going to cancel. But no, they didn't cancel. He like sat throughout the concert and it was still a very awesome concert. So we did not regret it. So that was nice. That's and cool. we also celebrated that same week, our 20 year anniversary. 20 and, years. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. So that was exciting. And, and I believe it was our first getaway without the kids. So that was nice, too. <laughs> I, be- I bet. Not that you don't love your kids. <laughs> right, you right. Love your kids, but sometimes you need a little time just for yourselves to make sure everything's good and you still enjoy each other. 20 years. That's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Like we say, que aguante. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> Um, But yeah, so we're excited to be back and to continue this season of different paths on one user experience. And we have as a guest, um, Krista Faith Castro. And Krista Faith Castro was able to talk to us about product management. And so very excited, you know, to be able to talk about her journey and have our Helotes listening into her journey. Yeah, it's fantastic. And, uh, you know, project management and product management often get confused. (laughs) Yes, Often get confused and they have their similarities, but they're also very distinct in many ways. They have a different focus. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that Krista was able to come on and and just kind of share with us not only her path, but kind of give us a good understanding the difference between product and project. Yes, yes. And I appreciate her for that. And also, she was able to give the Helotes a starting point of if they feel like this is a path that they want to go into, she kind of gives them, you know, a guide of like what things to be thinking about as they're in their current role. So to me, that was like really cool. Yeah, I agree. It was pretty fantastic to hear her journey and how she made it work wherever she was. That's being right. a little scrappy. Being a she little scrappy. made a path for herself. Exactly. And so I think that's something that we all could learn, right? Absolutely. Okay, well then we'll go ahead and listen to our interview now. 
Hi, Krista. Thank you so much for being in Hello UX podcast. I'm very happy to have you here. Hello, hello. Me too. Thank you for having me. <laughs> hey, everyone. So let me go ahead and introduce our guest for today. Krista Faith Castro is a product manager. She was born in the Philippines, lived in Houston, currently in San Francisco. She's also product manager and owner of User Experience for Scale Up Coalition. And she's passionate about the great outdoors, camping, art, and sports uh, like mountain biking, paragliding, surfing, motocross. Wow, girl. That is very interesting <laughs> life there. <laughs> yes, um, people do tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Chris and I actually go back. We were both TAs for the UT Austin UX UI boot camp. That's where we met. And I remember as we were being TAs for this boot camp, I remember you were getting classes and product management or, or some kind like that. And so I was pleasantly surprised when I saw a few months ago that you actually went into your role as product manager. So um, with that, Krista, why don't you walk us through your journey into UX design and then how you focused into product management? Absolutely, sure. Um, so in the beginning, <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I guess I, I can start when I was in college. Um, I was in University of Houston and I didn't really know what I wanted to do, um, but I mm -hmm. So I just got a degree in communications advertising and in advertising, um, there's like a, you know, there are graphic designers for advertising. So that's kind of what I wanted to kind of, you know, follow through. So I interned and I got a job as a graphic designer for an anime licensing company called mm -hmm. um, Acer Media Group that has Sentai Filmworks and High Dive. It was super fun. And working as a graphic designer, over time, I knew I wanted to like push myself a little bit more and kind of take on more challenging um, tasks. And also, I also wanted to find ways to be more, I guess, to earn more in the long run. Mm -hmm. And so I just researched a lot and followed my curiosities, Googled a lot of different like career options, and I saw interaction design and user experience design. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so freaking cool. So in that role as a graphic designer, I initiated a lot of tasks and projects that are related to um, interaction and interface design. And like, thankfully I had a super awesome supervisor and he was so supportive. It's like, oh, okay, go ahead, do it. I'm like, okay. And I, I would be like, Hey, I, I want to do this to improve, you know, um, an interface. Like, look at what our streaming services compared to Netflix, etc. So things like that. Mm -hmm. And so I knew that I wanted to transition there. And so what happened is, uh, I took a risk and quit that job and got an intern, a part-time intern job for a tech company called. 97 network so from there um you know i just was so eager to just do a good job and one of the things that i was tasked with with documenting a lot of things mm -hmm. <laughs> the things that people don't really like to do <laughs> but i was so enthusiastic about it anyways um by the way shout out to kelsey ruger who <laughs> took me in, in that role <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send this to him later. <laughs> no, that's Anyways, awesome. Um, and then I was very, I would say, persistent um, mm -hmm. and have a little, a lot of uh, grit along the way to not afraid to ask questions and learn, right? And 
with documenting like a lot of things, I quickly learned about the product and what you know the leadership kind of trying to do, and I use that. Uh, knowledge to really help out more with interface and interaction design that I was asking for almost. <laughs> and right. um, so, yeah, from there, um, I built that trust with the team and quickly, I guess, pivoted to um, like a, an interaction designer um, towards um, leading a lot of different tasks uh, because it has like a startup feel to it I was right. able to initiate and lead like feature development and then eventually I found myself talking to lead architects and then like hey like how does this you know happen like how can we make that happen and mm -hmm. I aside from talking to stakeholders about how we can accomplish this feature build I was also demonstrating um, our product and basically selling them to external businesses <laughs> so nice. um from there i kind of like woke up one day and say hey wait a minute like i really like this i really like writing out the requirements negotiating and talking between stakeholders i really like this technical and abstract sometimes conversations and looking at the while well, looking at the bigger picture stuff so that's kind of how i decided okay i want to be a product owner or product manager um and so yeah that's kind of my story from p97 networks i knew i wanted to like over time waking up was hard because it wasn't meaningful to me anymore i've exhausted right. all the learning opportunities that i could have even though they wanted to keep me, <laughs> but <laughs> I knew I wanted to do something more worthwhile with my time now. I, I was at that stage, so I um, left and applied, and I am so lucky to now be a part of a nonprofit coalition for SkillUp. We basically um, help workers connect um, with the right tools, resources, and support so they can make confident career shifts and find quality living wage jobs and position themselves to promising career growth. So I am now a yeah, product manager there uh, starting mm -hmm. January, still new. And uh, also I'm bringing in my uh, user experience and design and visual um, expertise to the table as well to even help more with our initiatives. That's pretty cool. I love hearing your story, how you were able to transition into product management via the factor of the items and things that you were doing, but you were actively seeking in your other mm -hmm. role. And so I feel like I know one of our guests had that recommendation. If you're pivoting into UX design, then look for those opportunities that you could do now in the role that you have. So I feel like you did that, but with your product management. Now, mm -hmm. a lot of Halodis, which is typically the person that is pivoting into UX design, once they're in the realm of the tech world, how would you help them understand the difference between a product manager versus a project manager? Sure. So product manager is very technical. You focus on the product development and releases. Um, and you have to be familiarized with the scrum world, with agile mindset and techniques, mm -hmm. how to, you know, iterate and build fast and lean and, you know, um, 
apply the research to iterate um, new feature releases and enhance like products and services. Um, project managers focus on coordinating and managing and overseeing projects that the company uh, might want. So um, to summarize, product managers are very technical in nature and they work very closely with the development team. So front end, back end engineers, UX, uh, you know, visual designers, etc., um, to make sure that whatever products and features they're building meet the criteria and requirements that the product manager facilitates. Wow, thank you for that clarification. Now with going into product manager, how do you feel your unique perspective from being a background, you know, having a background in UX design, how did that, how does that help to apply in your current role now? Yeah, absolutely. Great question. So it, I find it immensely helpful because mm -hmm. I feel like human nature is very visual. You know, you see a billboard with a face, your attention immediately, you know, gets distracted towards right. that. Mm -hmm. So I'd say my past experience um, as a visual graphic interaction, you know, kind of wireframing skills and prototyping skills really helps with um, communicating and okay. clarifying um, requirements and goals um, with the team. For okay. example, you know, if I were to build a roadmap, um, how can we kind of get the different teams on the same page, right? Mm -hmm. um, a lot of that um, is building out like um, a storytelling path that tells, you know, that, that tells the journey of how can we get from A to Z, right? right? And sometimes in the product management world is quite complex. And that's one of the things why I like it. Um, I just am a problem solver at heart. Um, so it's quite complex. So visual tools like mm -hmm. mapping out the user flow, mapping the user journey, right? Um, as simple as you know a roadmap presentation and where we want to go next quarter. So those um, are very helpful, like having those visual communication skills. Right, and I would imagine um, also what comes into play and help out is. As a UX designer, you always have to put yourself in the space of the person using it, trying to go through this, um, mm -hmm. you know, journey. And so Absolutely. You, you have to really develop those skills to be able to put yourself in that space and be able to convince everyone else that, mm -hmm. you know, this is why this is important for this person. Yes. You know, all those, you know, uh, storytelling um, skills, I feel, come into play here uh, because essentially you're trying to sell all your other teammates on mm -hmm. why the process has to be <laughs> and go through that's this right. path. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. To, I know you touched on upon uh, what you're currently doing right now for Scale Up Coalition. Can mm -hmm. you tell me more about uh, Scale Up Coalition? Uh, how did that come into your radar and how did you decide to join and say, yeah, this is for me? Yeah, so I... Quickly, when I left my um, previous role, you know, I quickly applied to um, careers that I found that is meaningful or fun mm -hmm. or interesting or something new. And mm -hmm. um, Skill Up Coalition was one of them. And 
I was kind of <laughs> sold right away because of the fact that they help people get mm -hmm. um, better jobs and quality jobs. That's promising. Okay. Um, because I, I've seen a lot of um, uh, people in that similar situation. Like for example, my dad, uh, my mom's currently like trying to switch careers. My dad was looking for um, different jobs and it felt like he was in a dead end at some point. So it really speaks to me. Right. And also we are a big proponent of kind of like a DIY approach to getting to the next step of your career because we don't really encourage that you need a bachelor's degree. In fact, we encourage people that, hey, there are ways to get to um, different high growth careers without a bachelor's degree. So, um, yeah. So how did I get there? I, I'm just so thankful that I crossed paths during like my first round of interview with them. And I just immediately <laughs> knew that, okay, this is like a game changer. And I worked there for four months already. Mm -hmm. And it's true. Like it, and one of their pillars is um, be the having the best place to work. And I can attest to that. And they are just, it's like the complete opposite like mm -hmm. <laughs> agenda from <laughs> my previous the company that I worked for. And not, not mm -hmm. that not anything's wrong with that, but personally, it's it's a game changer. And I couldn't be more thankful to to be here. Yeah. I don't know if I answered your question. Or... Yes, it sure did. And it gave me more insight. And definitely something that I feel like someone could be listening right now to this podcast, trying to learn about product management, but they might know someone that might need of these uh, resources. Always welcome the opportunity to be able to highlight different resources for everyone. And, and if someone is listening and they know someone that they could refer somewhere, awesome, great. <laughs> so thank you for that. Yeah. And we'll now take a break. Hear a word from a sponsor, and we'll be right back with our featured guest. Welcome back, everyone, and we'll continue our conversation. So if I am looking into, maybe I have my sites like you did and looking into product management, what advice would you have for them if, if you know, they're thinking that they want to go this route? Yeah, um, great question. So definitely a lot of self-research and Googling. Okay. Okay. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> familiarize yourself with what is product management? What does mm -hmm. that job look like? Can you imagine yourself in that shoes? Can you deal with difficult conversations? Right. Um, are you keen to, do you see yourself really uh, growing in that role and being a leader? And sometimes leader, being a leader, it sucks. <laughs> sometimes you mm -hmm. feel lonely. Sometimes um, you feel like, oh my God, am I doing things the right way, etc. So are you just Googling the world of product management to kind of, um, I would say, make sure that that is something you want to try at least. Um, second advice would be try it out in your current role. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, talk to your supervisor and say, hey, like, I want to take the lead on this. Hey, I want to take the lead on that. Hey, I, I have a little bit more time uh, aside from the tasks you're giving me. Um, I want to spend like a few hours on this, you know, et cetera. And third, 
I think one of the most impactful、um, resources that I could share is people, really. People who are in the position, people who are product managers, people,、um, even, even other、um, leaders. Like, how, how do you、um, get to where you are now?、Um, what were your challenges in the past? Like, I think I would say people are one of the most valuable、um, resources you can have because they are. Experience and they can really give you a lot of inputs. on, For example, if it's your colleague, they can give you inputs on what you're doing well on and what you can improve. And you can also、um, share your struggles and say, Hey, I'm struggling with this. How can I approach it? And then most likely, if they have plenty of experience and they can give you answers. So, again, it's about problem solving in the end of the day,、um, how、mm-hmm. to communicate, how to navigate through like ambiguous situations. Fourth, I'd say try and transition within your company because that's what I did. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, want, I literally at one point created my own role <laughs> because I wanted to shift. And so、mm-hmm. that's why I was a hybrid product owner, product designer at my previous role. I do want to say though that my path isn't traditional. So if you're looking for a traditional route, this might not speak to you the most. There's, of course, certifications out there for product、right. management. But I personally think nothing beats experience. So just do it, you know? Do it now. What can you do now?、Um, how can you clearly be honest with your career intentions with your supervisor? And if you're lucky enough to have a supervisor that's a listening leader, then go for it. And I would just say, lastly, be humble and kind of keep that humility that you will not know all the answers.、Um, Correct. So keep researching, keep asking questions, and don't be afraid to kind of be silly in a room of people.、Yeah. <laughs> you know, not silly, <laughs> but like, don't be afraid that, oh my God, I'm going to ask dumb questions, et cetera. Right,、um, right. If, Most of those are yes and sound interesting to you, then definitely try it out. And lastly, if you do want certification, I, I am actually certified too at scrumalliance.org.、Um, that's、okay. kind of one of the trusted facilities for that. But again, to me, it's, it's just a paper、um, mm-hmm. experience, really, is the way to go. Right. And so, with that, what do you feel are someone trying to demonstrate? Right, that they can do product management. What do you feel are some of the components that they should definitely either state in the resume or you know, showcase in their portfolio? Yeah, I guess、um, one of the things that I、um, did or maybe, maybe, maybe set myself apart is really I took the time in my old company to keep updating my resume, whatever、okay. important. Deliverables or impactful tasks I did, I put that in my resume. And I also made sure that it is cohesive, it makes sense, and it, in, it, in itself, it tells a story.、Um, so, yeah, and 
I think working in a startup environment in the past really lends to the fact that I was able to touch on so many different, I, I wouldn't say experience, but so many different tasks that right. helped me understand as a whole what is the development um, world look like. And I'm a very big picture kind of person. And that just mm -hmm. like helps me to, um, it's, it's a tool for me to tell that story about who I am, where I was and where I want to go. And mm -hmm. it just, I think telling a story, an authentic story about yourself and your um, clear intentions is um, what could set you apart um, from other applicants. What resources would you share with Helodis if they're wanting to go this route? So resources, um, maybe blogs that helped you out or organizations of anything of that nature that you saw like their resources and that really helped you to understand this um, platform. Yeah. Um, so definitely um, you can try out certifications. If you're lucky, ask your company to, um, you know, sponsor you in that regard. Mm -hmm. And I, there's definitely plenty um, a Google away. <laughs> I don't yeah. remember the specific resources because <laughs> I probably have sifted through a lot of them. Right, but, right. Yeah. If you want to get into that role, then, you know, I would say start uh, being in that mindset. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And like I was saying before, like if, if you know that you want to, you're interested in just kind of, um, yeah, problem solve. This is like the great challenge too. Like yeah. this is like a test, just like as a UX designer, like get That's hired. the word I, I, that missed me a while ago. I was like, what's the word? I said, challenge. Do you want to challenge yourself? Yes, okay, that done. is your challenge, right? If you can. Should you accept it? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> like as a UX designer, your first challenge out of your boot camp or whatever self-study you're doing, your first challenge is how to get the role. So right. be enthusiastic about it. You know, right. once you're in, you're in. So right. that's right. just right. starting out is the hard part. So don't be discouraged. And um, there's definitely plenty of demand out there. So you can do it. Nice. Awesome. Okay. So now we're in our part, which was our fun question. Cool. And uh, <laughs> this question is just to give our Helodis a glimpse into your personality. And so my question is, if you could live in another era, which era would you choose and why? Wow. Okay. <laughs> if I could live in another era, um, I'd say now, but I know that's a boring question. Uh, answer. <laughs> no, no. Let's, let's look into your why. Why now? Okay. Why? Um, because in a, in a grand scheme of things, I mm -hmm. believe that there, um, I have this kind of personal belief that what is now is meant to be, you know, nice. Mm -hmm. um, kind of like, like whatever will be, will be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's kind of um, one of the ways that I approach um, life or my personal life is that we are dealt with different cards. And right. our task is how can we make the most of that now? 
Um, so that's kind of um, why it's like I'm in this era now. So let's bring it on. Let's, I know it's crazy and it's been tough, man. Like the pandemic and then the yeah, elections and the wars. But, you know, um, I guess that's kind of part of the tension that the human race <laughs> <laughs> right right no no, no. So, yeah no no you yeah. answered it beautifully you know I tend to you know part of me asking this question is like um actually I asked my 13 year old hey give me a fun question <laughs> nice She's the they always have fun questions yeah yeah they do <laughs> so I was like cool yeah I'm gonna use that one it would be cool though to be in uh-huh. an era when and if we're actually able to live in the outer space, that would be interesting. <laughs> mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. If we survive. <laughs> right, right. Not before we nuke ourselves. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I know. Oh, we hear pessimists. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. Just joking, guys. Just joking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Krista, thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you for sharing your expertise and your journey. A lot of our Helodes are definitely going to learn from this. And if their eyesight is on the set, on being a product manager, I feel that you gave them enough resources and enough start here for them to be able to begin their own journey. So thank you for that. Yeah, my pleasure. And if anyone wants to reach out, where can they find you on social media channels? Sure. Well, first, I want to give a shout out to okay, my nonprofit coalition. So So if you or know anyone who's pivoting into curry, uh, high growth careers, or mm-hmm. if you don't even know where to start, please mm-hmm. go to explore.skillup.org. This is actually one of the latest uh, special projects that I'm a part of and we just launched recently. So check out our new training, brand new um, experience in our catalog and our user profile. And we'll eventually um, add more features there. So very exciting. Another way to connect with me, I am happy to share all the things that I've learned and all the little nuggets of wisdom I've taken or I've collected in the past. So feel free to connect me through LinkedIn. Just search Krista Faith Castro or LinkedIn.com slash in slash Krista Faith slash, I guess. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) if you're... (laughs) And don't worry, I'll share share your handles uh, when when we promote this. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, so thank you so much. Old school. And um, lastly, (laughs) if you like... Uh, lastly, if you like outdoors and want to follow my personal blog, um, go to Instagram at uh, the snowy beach bum Ooh. at the snowy beach bum. So um, I I post I'm starting to like post more and tell mm-hmm. more stories and anything outdoors, sports and arts related. So if you like that, go ahead and follow. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you so much, Krista. Thank you again for being a guest at Hello UX podcast. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure, Jazz. It's nice seeing you. Let's stay in touch. Yes, will do. So Krista was fantastic to speak with. She was she was so good at laying out not only her path, but the path that others can take if that is, doesn't work for them. But I think the biggest tip that I took from it is talk to your, if you're currently working, talk to your manager, talk to your supervisor, see what kind of other different paths you can take and be able to 
carve out a space for yourself. I think that was the biggest right. takeaway that I had from Krista's interview. And in doing so, I also felt like you create those opportunities for yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you already have like kind of your eye on going a particular path, well, if you can, by your means, try to create that path for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was very smart. And I think that's something we had heard before from another mm-hmm. one of our guests. Also, what I thought um, I might take away too was how she found a place where she felt like she could really bring her talents and help a cause that became important to her. Absolutely. And so to me, that's like awesome. I feel like that's like the icing on the cake, you mm-hmm. know, when you're doing what you love. And then if you can um, use this to, you know, help an organization, a cause that you feel like, you know, you can really contribute to. I thought that was awesome about her story as well. That's the dream, isn't it? Being right. able to not only follow your career path, do something you're passionate about, but also help other people. That's an right. amazing thing that she was able to do or is able to do really. Correct. Yeah, I agree with that too. Well, this wraps up season three, episode five, Different Paths, One User Experience, where we bring different experts from various roles that contribute to the user experience. Before we leave you, I would like to invite you to visit us on our website at hellouxdesign and find all of our social media links to follow us, like us, and leave us reviews. And also check us out on our YouTube channel and don't forget to subscribe. If you would like to cover us a specific topic or you're designed to give us feedback, send us a message via our social media channels or send us an email to info at hellouxdesign. I'll repeat, info at hellouxdesign. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast available on all major streaming platforms. Hey, you like what you hear? Then show us some love by becoming a sustainer. This will allow us to continue to bring you the content you're looking for and treat us to a cafecito. And now a shout out to our sponsor, Overflow Digital. Overflow Digital, a digital agency specializing in all your professional website needs. We aim to create dynamic websites that will positively impact your business, meeting you at the crossroads of data, design, marcom, and UX. Before we leave you, we would like to leave you with this quote. Life is about not knowing, having the change, taking the moment and making the best of it. It's by Gilda Radner. I like this quote because it kind of ties into our interview to make the best of what you got, whatever, whatever path you're on, whatever circumstances you're in, try to make the best of it to move yourself right. forward. So I just right. really like that. Yeah, and I like that because I think it even ties in um, with the fun question we have for Krista. Yes. Where, you know, she has that thinking that she's where she needs to be, not any other time, not any other space. Mm-hmm. And so if we all have that thinking, then we are where we need to be. And we use that as a point of where we want to take ourselves to be the next step. So absolutely, yeah, I love it. Okay, hello, Dees. Well, thank you so much for listening again. Hello, Dees. Thank you so much for joining us. I can't wait yeah. to... Talk to you next time. Yes, hasta la próxima.